Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Dale LaCure about the gut-brain connection to mental health and considerations for organizational leaders to promote mental health in their workplace. LaCure, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, I'm super excited to chat. Um, you have a really interesting background and an expertise that's a little bit different than what I normally um, will have discussions about on this podcast, but it definitely relates to having productive a productive workforce and having a healthy um, employer-employee relationship and environment. Um, Today, we're going to be focusing on strengthening the gut-brain connection to improve employee mental health in the workplace. And um, as we get started, I just wanted to read Dale's bio for everybody. Uh, Dale LaCure is the proud mom of five and a grandma to two little girls. Her interest and passion for holistic health was sparked after watching her dad heal his own cancer when being given only a year to live. She has been a health and wellness coach for 13 years primarily focusing on weight loss, but two plus years ago, she switched her focus from weight loss to mental wellness. Her daughter had been struggling with anxiety, depression, panic attacks uh, for many years. And after seeing the transformation that her daughter experienced as a result of gut rebalancing, she knew that sharing this vital information would become her life's work. She's now aligned with the mental wellness company and is dedicated to sharing holistic solutions for mental wellness. She feels that this information will impact the lives of individuals, children, families, and our society as a whole, and is proud to be a part of the mental wellness revolution. And I think that's wonderful. We need more people focusing, excuse me, on mental wellness issues and how to strike a better uh, balance. And of course, given the nature of this podcast, where we focus more on the workplace, Um, Today, we're going to be looking at that from the lens of the employee-employer relationship and how um, employees, through mindfulness around this, um, can have uh, stronger, greater mental health that can lead to better personal, team, organizational outcomes for companies. As we get started, anything else you want to share by way of personal background? No, I just know that this has been, for me, you know, the missing link in helping people really uh, reach that place where they feel optimally well in both areas, both physically and emotionally. And now is the time that we really, we really need to focus on our mental wellness, as you know, with all the stress that's going on in the world and uncertainty. Yeah, lots of uncertainty, uh, lots of heightened anxiety and stress. Uh, and it's not just COVID, it's, it's kind of geopolitical 
societal angst and struggles. Um, it's a whole range of things that people are dealing with. And, you know, um, I, I think it's always important to think about mental health, um, both within and outside of an organization. Um, but I think right now, yeah, we're, we're trying to figure out um, how to balance the emotional and mental health needs of employees, as well as the physical health needs of employees. Um, right. So I think that what people don't realize is the connection between, you know, our bodies and our minds and our overall mental wellness. So stress, for example, you know, they, it's been coined as the, the, the epidemic of the 21st century, but, and people think, yes, yeah, stress causes, you know, heart disease and all this kind of thing, but it also causes a huge dysbiosis in the gut. And what happens when the gut is out of balance or in dysbiosis is that we are not producing those neurotransmitters that help us to feel good, to be able to focus, um, to be able to feel motivated. So those neurotransmitters like serotonin, dopamine, GABA, norepinephrine, all of those we know now are produced in the gut. So when we're in this really stressful state and we're running like in a state of fight or flight, which is not normal for our bodies, our cortisol levels are skyrocketing. And when that happens, there are many things that, can, that go wrong. Um, as we know, we can't sleep. We have a lot of weight gain. Um, we're just in a, a panic state, which is not the way our bodies are designed to be. Um, so everything just gets out of whack. You know, the sleep especially is huge. So when there's high cortisol, there's low serotonin. And serotonin is that feel-good chemical that we all need more of right about now. So it all goes back, you know, to the gut. We cannot separate that physiological component. And that's what I am so passionate about sharing because I think, and lots of times you'll hear people that are under like a lot of stress, like they can't eat or they have digestive issues or you know gastrointestinal issues or skin eruptions you know what i mean like it it can manifest in many ways um infl inflammatory stuff autoimmune disease and it all really goes back to the gut because the gut is where the immune system stems from and like i said all the neurotransmitters our hormones all of that goes back to the gut yeah Super maybe <laughs> yeah, and help me out. Um, this isn't my area of expertise. Um, what what is that term uh, dysbiosis that you mentioned? What does that mean, and how does that relate to the gut brain okay. balance? So what it is is when when the gut is in dysbiosis, it means that it's not basically not in balance. So there could be like an overgrowth of bad bacteria. When there's an overgrowth of bad bacteria, then again the good bacteria is not there. So the good is what creates all of those neurotransmitters and our immune function, all of that. So it, like I said, it, it can manifest in many different ways. Okay, great. Um, so what, what can we do to strike that better balance? Um, what are some of the habits that we should be trying to form? And Right, maintain? so good, yeah. Good question. Well, obviously stress management. Um, so exercise is really great. Um, uh, paying attention to our bodily needs, like 
fluid, water, um, good healthy nutrition, um, not overeating sugar, alcohol, all of that is gonna create that acidic dysbiosis in the gut, um, which again, then those brain chemicals are not happening. That connection between the gut and the brain is not happening. There's no communication. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, you cannot separate the body and the mind. You have to address both. You know, doing exercise is awesome and it will definitely create, you know, those good feeling chemicals. Um, but you have to also t pay attention to your diet and pay attention to, you know, definitely the foods that you're taking in. Good, good. And, and hopefully we can be thoughtful and mindful about that in our personal lives and at home and, um, you know, as we go out to eat and, you know, our, our, our routines, our exercise routines, all of that. Um, yeah. We spend what, what so the, much. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. One of the things that we see um, when people start to really repopulate the gut and the way that you repopulate it is to provide it with those healthy probiotics, prebiotics and phytobiotics. But one of the things that we see in terms of you know, people in the workplace is not only do they feel better, you know, they just, they feel better overall, they have better, you know, they, their mood is lifted, but they have more focus, which they need to have, obviously, to be the most productive in their business. Um, and also the stress resilience goes up tremendously. So stress resilience, meaning, you know, and I hear this all the time from people that are in this process, like all of a sudden things that bother them, they can easily let it kind of roll off their back. And that's what stress resilience is. And that's huge, especially in the workplace, because there's a lot of moving parts in the workplace. There's a lot of relationships. And if you can easily let things go, um, you're going to have a more productive, a more happy <laughs> environment there. Yeah, yeah, I think that's absolutely right. And, you know, the there's a big, there's been a big movement over the last, certainly the last decade, even more um, towards employee wellness programs, right? Yeah. And so corporations will either have, you know, for big companies, they might have a gym on site that people can go use, or they might give discounted gym memberships to their employees. They might have um, wellness programs that people can sign up for that deal with both mental health and physical health and encourage healthy habits. Um, you know, this is becoming more and more common, more and more popular in most organizations of any kind of size uh, that they usually have these types of programs. Um, and I must admit, I, I've been around, I've seen a lot of these types of programs. I haven't seen many that focus on this gut-brain connection. So I'm wondering what your thoughts are in terms of what organizations could or should be doing uh, in informing their employees and helping, helping them to better understand this issue. Yeah, and I agree with you. I am loving seeing, you know, gyms popping up and wellness programs and education because that's what it's all about is education. Once you know better, you do better, right? So it, for me, it's education. And that's my mission is, you know, like I said, with my daughter and seeing the results that she had. Um, but I think just maybe education on the gut-brain connection. You know, people are, are not aware that there is a connection that 
the way, you know, so many things make the gut go out of balance. And, and nine times out of 10, if somebody is under high stress, they have some kind of either, you know, some kind of gut issue or some kind of inflammatory response, or they're not sleeping, you know, and all of those things are going to contribute tremendously. So I think, again, this is education, you know, maybe, and then we have, um, that's what our company is doing. We are the mental wellness company, and we are bringing this information to the marketplace because nobody else is really talking about it. There's a lot of people that are on, you know, medications for anti-anxiety, sleep medications, depression medications, um, and educating people on the side effects of that. Like, simply just read the insert, you know, and see. So my whole thing is giving people alternatives to that, holistic, natural remedies to help you deal with anxiety, depression, sleep, um, focus issues, ADD, ADHD, that's very common in both children and adults. You know, so when you get the gut back in balance, you'll see because of those neurotransmitters, you'll see that people have focus better. Um, we have kids that are on the program. We have a children's line as well. But we have children after 60 days on this protocol get no longer needing IEPs. Like kids that are all of a sudden now they're scoring on high on their tests. You know, and the same thing for adults. Once you have that, um, those neurotransmitters that help with focus, then you see a tremendous difference in productivity, you know, energy, again, just overall well-being. So I guess to answer your question, education. Yeah, yeah. And I think as with most things, ed education is that first step. And then, then when you start to help people recognize and understand the importance, then you can start to put in place programs that, that provide incentives. So that's a common feature of many wellness programs is they'll provide health incentives or, or financial incentives for healthy behaviors um, where, where employees can track what they're eating, the exercise that they do, um, those sorts of things. And then, you know, if they, if they do so many things within a given period of time, then they can, you know, receive a cash bonus or they can get their, their, uh, their costs out of their paycheck for their medical um, insurance reduced or, you know, yes. whatever, whatever the case may be. So we can start to build those types of programs. Um, and that's, again, not to say that other traditional remedies, other traditional medicines aren't appropriate. Um, I, I'm a believer in, in both. Like you try to find the benefits of traditional medicine. You also look at holistic remedies and you look at other natural approaches to dealing with stress and with physical and mental health. I think all of that can go together very nicely. And, uh, and certainly there are people that absolutely need uh, medications to deal with, with physical issues and mental health issues. Um, but some of this, you know, just by a healthier eating, by, um, by having uh, better habits, uh, we can take care of a lot of these com super common problems that a lot of people face. I mean, I, I don't know the statistics off my off the top of my head. You probably do, but you know how many adult Americans have uh, troubles with sleeping at night? Um, oh, you know, it's a it's going to be a huge percentage, right? And right. that that will have um, certainly huge implications for productivity in the workforce. 
Uh, if you if you only got a couple hours of decent sleep the night before and you have to go in and you have an important meeting or you have to put in long hours on a project or you're trying to collaborate with people and there's, you know, interpersonal relationship issues, you know, you're going to be, you know, walking on eggshells, your, your, your mental capacity to deal with challenges just goes down tremendously. And, and that has implications for performance that has implications for uh, innovation for all sorts of things that are really important to companies. Absolutely. Without a doubt, sleep is so vitally important, but who would have thought that addressing the gut would affect that and impact your sleep. And that is what we're seeing across the board, across the board. And there's many reasons. It's because again, the serotonin production, you know, just there's so, there's so many things, but it really does, um, sleep is key. Sleep is key. Because if you're not sleeping, your body's not replenishing, you're not rejuvenating, you know what I mean? Your levels are, your hormone levels are all screwy, they're all off, you know what I mean? So yeah, sleep is definitely number one, for sure. But again, addressing the gut will change that. And I agree with you in terms of, you know, there are times when medications are necessary, but for people to understand that medication is a band-aid. It's not getting to the root of the issue. Um, and people may need the medication to get them through some pretty rough times, but to know that there are alternatives that they can implement and things that they can do, like, you, you know, not just one thing, but lots of things, the diet, the exercise, you know, getting a handle on the sleep, um, you know, all of those things have got to be a piece of the puzzle, have to be something that you start to implement that can bring you great relief. And then you can perhaps, and I see it all the time, people reducing their meds and eventually hopefully getting off of them. And just, you know, putting the body back in balance. Yeah, and I, and I think as a general principle in life, balance is a good one. Um, whether that's just, you know, family work-life balance, whether that's mental health, you know, self-care, whether that's making sure you're taking the time to exercise and, and take care of your, your physical well-being, um, you know, when we find balance in life, we find greater joy, we find greater success, uh, and, and we, we just, we, we're better equipped to deal with the challenges of life, and we're better equipped to, to be successful, productive, um, have, have sustained meaningful relationships, all of that, you know, comes from just finding balance in life, and balance in physical and mental health uh, is also, of course, very, very important. Yeah. And that, you know, and that's what it's all about is people finding joy, people being, living in relationships that are healthy, you know, being in a happy state, you know, taking one day at a time and bringing your gifts to the world. You know, that's what's going to bring. And that's why I say, you know, the way you are is going to impact not only your family, but really the whole world, because we all have an integral part in it. I really do believe that. And if someone is not well, um, they can't bring their best. And that's what we need right now, especially to people to bring their best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been a really interesting, enlightening, and fascinating discussion. Um, before we close, as, as time is drawing um, you know, short, 
I wanted to give you a chance to give the last word, share with listeners how they can get connected with you, find out more about you and your organization. Um, you know, if there's any leaders or managers out there listening that they can think about, you know, what, what can I do to help my team and encourage healthy balance, encourage, you know, these types of organizational wellness programs and such. I hope people will, will think about reaching out to you. Uh, would you mind sharing? Yes. So um, you can find me on Facebook. I do a lot there. Um, my website is amariglobal.com and it's, I have an ID number. I don't know if you want to print that. You want to type that in there or so people can see it. Yeah. Cause I think I, I sent you my website. Um, but yeah, we have, a, we have a group called mental wellness warriors here on Facebook, um, which I would invite you to come and join our community. And in that community, you will see many, many stories, you know, ranging from people that had tremendous stress, depression, anxiety, autoimmune, inflammation, low energy, not sleeping, all of those things. You'll see stories in there of people that once they got their gut back in balance, everything kind of came back into balance. So it's really inspiring. Some of the stories, I mean, literally life-changing um, for many, many people. So there is hope. And that's what I hope to bring. Um, I'm all about holistic health. I've been into it my entire life. Um, I always like, feel that the body is so miraculous. And if we put it in a really good, healthy environment, it will heal itself and it will, you won't have to use Band-Aids. You won't have to do, you know, take an aspirin for a headache, take a you know, fever for, you know, take a pill for a fever. Like your body can heal all of these things if it's put back into balance and everything stems goes back to the gut. I can't say it. <laughs> I said it once, I said it a million times, but it is true and science is proving it. There's also some really uh, promising studies coming out about the gut microbiome and cancer. Um, so there's more research to come, but we know now that really the microbiome and the gut is considered the second brain and vitally important in our health. And that's where to start. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure talking. I hope listeners will reach out, get connected, find out more about what you can do for them. And I hope everyone continues to stay healthy and safe, find meaning and purpose at work each and every week. And I hope everyone will have a wonderful week. Thank you. Yes. We are excited about the launch of HCI's new magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free, interactive e-magazine designed to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We will be publishing issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Check out the first issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.